are listening to Bullet Points. Bullet Points is our 15-minute monthly update on hot topics in the gun violence prevention movement. Hello and welcome to Bullet Points, a podcast brought to you by Women Against Gun Violence, where we update you on the latest news in the gun violence prevention movement in just 15 minutes or less. I'm your host, Alec Foster, and today we are going to discuss a few developments in the movement. Firstly, on August 24th, federal gun legislation went into effect requiring ghost guns and all gun parts associated with them to be given serial numbers and requiring that the purchase of said guns be preceded with a background check. According to reports from CBS and The Trace, Retailers of ghost gun parts were holding fire sales on the eve of the new federal ruling. For those of you listening who are not familiar with the term ghost gun, ghost guns are unserialized and therefore untraceable firearms that can be bought online and assembled at home in the form of do-it-yourself kits. Once they are assembled, they operate just like a traditional gun. The rise of ghost guns is a real and deadly threat. Across the nation and in our own neighborhoods, we have seen ghost guns used in mass shootings, school shootings, killings of law enforcement, community violence, and domestic violence. Ghost guns have been easy workarounds for individuals who are not authorized to carry a firearm and do not want a firearm to be traced back to them. These guns have undermined gun laws which have been put in place to help keep our communities safe. And because ghost guns are privately made firearms, which can be constructed at home, for a while they fell into a legal loophole where the federal government did not have the authority to regulate them. Individuals were not required to get a background check in order to purchase them, nor was there an age requirement in order for them to be purchased. Consequently, these widely available guns could be purchased online by anyone, including minors, people who are legally prohibited to carry firearms, domestic abusers, and gun traffickers. The ATF's Los Angeles Field Division reported in January of 2020 that over 40% of its cases involved ghost guns. From 2019 to 2020, the number of ghost guns recovered in Los Angeles County increased by 50%. And between 2016 and 2021, the number of homemade guns recovered at crime scenes increased 1,000%, according to a report by the ATF. Thankfully, strides have been made in recent months to curtail the circulation of ghost guns in our communities. Specifically, in the state of California, where in November of 2021, the Los Angeles City Council voted to ban ghost guns. And now finally, at the federal level, as I aforementioned, we also have a ban at the federal level. However, federal regulation from the Biden administration will unfortunately not apply to the millions of ghost guns and ghost gun kits that are already in circulation in this country. The hope is that this federal ruling will make a significant dent in the proliferation of these weapons. In other news, as I briefly touched on last episode regarding 
California Governor Gavin Newsom signing a law modeled off of a controversial Texas law allowing private citizens and government to sue and hold gun manufacturers and the gun industry accountable for their transgressions that have led to senseless violence. A few other states have encouragingly done the same, including Delaware, New Jersey, and New York. As stated by The Trace, the new crop of state laws directly targets this exception by putting a law on the books that expressly regulates the sale and marketing of firearms. As a result, civilians and governments can sue the violators, the violations of the statutes and federal immunity won't apply. The hope is that these states adopting these laws will cause a ripple effect where gun manufacturers will be forced to operate more above board or face financial burden and more investigation into and scrutiny of the sale and marketing tactics of these corporations would lead to tighter controls on the distribution chains of firearms in this country. As reported by the Washington Post, at least 20 gun companies have migrated to politically red states where they feel more quote-unquote welcome. It's a great thing that these gun manufacturers are feeling less and less welcome in blue states but we need to push to make them feel unwelcome anywhere in this country. Smith & Wesson, one of the largest manufacturers of firearms in the United States, chose to move their headquarters from Massachusetts to Tennessee last September after Massachusetts state lawmakers considered passing a bill that would ban the manufacture of AR-15 style firearms for the civilian market a weapon that has been used in some of the deadliest mass shootings in our country. Other large gun manufacturers like Beretta and Remington Arms have moved headquarters or moved their production to red states as well, and in large part due to blue states' push for heavier gun restrictions. Democratic states are getting this issue right and pushing them out, but the manufacturers are relocating to states where the guns are wanted and Republican lawmakers are encouraging gun manufacturers to do so with tax breaks. They are unsurprisingly prioritizing jobs and economic growth over human beings' safety and lives. And they are happy to stoke the socio-political division in the country over this gun issue. This is incredibly frustrating, but this is a part of the pro-gun playbook. While it is a quote-unquote win, that we are forcing gun manufacturers out of blue states, it will not be a true win until we are forcing them out of business. Now for a final sobering update. As of my recording this episode on September 7th, there have been 468 mass shootings so far in this calendar year. Let me repeat that. There have been 468 mass shootings so far this calendar year. We still have more than a quarter of the year 2022 left. A lot of these tragedies do not get the same mass media coverage like the devastatingly lethal shooting massacres do. But these are still incidents where human beings are being either shot and surviving with lifelong trauma or shot and killed. And these are victims, families, and communities who are now mourning their loved ones and living with that trauma. 
it can be easy as an American to grow accustomed to hearing the number of mass shootings continue to climb throughout the year, but we cannot allow it to be commonplace. I feel like I sound like a bit of a broken record each episode, but the point remains the same. This level of shooting, violence, and death is not normal. We must remain vigilant in our fight to end gun violence, and that means not only staying up to date with the news, but making your voice heard in the polls. You must vote. Encourage your friends and family to vote as well, and prioritize gun safety and gun laws when you are deciding who to cast your vote for. As I spoke to you last month about, the House of Representatives voted in favor of a federal assault weapons ban, but the chances appear slim that this ban will pass in the Senate, which makes it all the more important that you are casting your vote for candidates that are committed to passing said ban and keeping our communities and our country as a whole safe from gun violence. Lastly, September is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month, and unsurprisingly, the United States has the highest rate of gun suicide in the world. Suicides account for more than half of gun deaths nationwide each year. As touched on by our, our executive director, Margot Bennett, in our latest action alert, the California bill AB58 remains on the desk of Governor Gavin Newsom, awaiting his signature, and if he were to sign it, it would require suicide awareness and prevention training to teachers of students in all grades. We ask that you reach out to the governor today to let him know his signature on this important bill will help save lives. As always, thank you for your continued unwavering support of women against gun violence and the work that we do. If you have not already, sign up for our action alerts at wagv.org. Follow us on social media, on Instagram and Twitter at WAGV, and on TikTok at WAGVORG. And if you have any questions or topics you would like to address, please be sure to email us at WAGV at WAGV.org. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next month. Thank you for listening to Bullet Points, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Visit our website at WAGV.org to sign up for our action alerts. We're looking forward to you joining us next month.